Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Wham with the leg sword, wham with the tail, and this guard kind of stumbles into the room, almost trips over the fallen body of Buckley, turns around and just like, fuck, like, god damn it, thought this was going to be a safer room, clearly not the case. Their friends come running past as well to join them, they're not just going to stay there in the hall, they're already being chased, so fighting on two different fronts is bad. They would much rather just rush into the room. So now it goes Big Fissure, them, the three of you, and then whoever they're fighting as they're coming running down the hall. And you hear more crossbow bolts and arrows, pating, 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 off the bricks and the stones. And who is that coming running? Why, it is your very good friends and allies, Olwan, Sam, Rystos, and Asturias. Rystos is not fighting, just to be clear. He is just coming. But they are being chased by that group there. And as your friends enter the room, they see you and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, Olwan said you were going to be here. Good. And they notice the huge hole in the floor and they're like, hmm, fuck. But before any more can happen with them, Arnis down in the hole. Hey, buddy. Hey. Things got a lot louder up there. You still have a little bit of work to do. Um, what do you want to do? I want to do the same thing again. Level four. Level four. All right. Same thing as last time. Roll plus cha. Oh, yay. I got a 24. Okay. I was worried if that was an oh, yay or an <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, no. Not sarcasm. <laughs> 24. All right. So, Arnis, focusing in here on this bulb, using your... Actually, you're not even using divine charges here. This is just you using magic, working on very powerful magic, and dispelling different spouts of energy that are coming out. Cancel out the continuous casting of this elven water fog. And with this last roll, you can feel the last of it snuff down. There's still an immense amount of magic just pouring out of this, of course. Right. But that particular spell, that particular effect, seems to have been doused. Okay. Anything else that you would like to do? Yes. Can I start to use my move to come up out of the hole? You sure can. You have a rope that you can climb. Yep. Uh, It's 50 feet up. You've got a speed of 30, right? Yep. All right. Unless you want to make an athletics check to go faster, you'll move at half speed up that rope. I'll give you that for free, but you can always attempt to move faster. Nope, I'm good. Half speed is fine with me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a while before you get up. I guess it's okay. Technically, you could use the dash action. Yeah, I will. Okay. But okay. not this town turn, obviously. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just used it to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. All right. Arnis, you get that under control, and then you make your way over to the rope. And... <gasps> Hop up, begin climbing. 
this turn, then you only get about 10 feet up. You have to make your way over to the rope. Meanwhile, back upstairs, Darvin, you've been joined by a group of friends and a group of not-so-friends. There's these four guards now standing not at the edge of the fissure, but closer to it. What do you want to do? I guess I'm going to attack a guard. All right, go for it. Now you got four of them to choose from, one of whom you've already hit. Uh, that one. Yes, that one. All right, picking on them. Got it. This guy has a thin face, little braided beard, not very long. I have a crossbow in his hand. I got a 28. That's going to hit. For 11. Okay. And second leg sword is a 22. It's also going to hit. For 14 damage. Oh, righty. And last, I would like to throw a punch. All right. Ooh, that's a crit fail, though. <sighs> after taking blow after blow, manages to dodge under your punch. And you can see him, like, moving to reload the crossbow. But first, Finnegan, is your turn. Got a nice group of four right there. Yep. Do I have one near me that's wearing metal armor? You could walk up to one of them. Gonna do that. And I'm going to shock and grasp him. They all seem to have metal armor of some sort. Plate mail, chain mail. Yeah. Oh man, I not roll above a 10 to save my life. Luckily, I get a plus 11, so that's a 17 to hit. That will hit. There's this gal at the end of the line. Nice curly hair. Sweat all down her face. And you shock her. She doesn't seem to be carrying a weapon, though. Okay. At 11th level, that's 3d8s. Jeez. 16 damage okay anything else finn nope okay in which case then it must be cyril's turn she's already locked in combat with the one that darvin's fighting so she's going to continue to help him okay oh this poor poor guard 21 to hit yeah that hits it's 10 for the first hit does cyril kill this guard no i think it's a like crushing blow to the chest knocks the wind out of her knocks her on the ground and cyril moves on Okay. Wham. Guards down. And then if Cyril can get to the guard that I'm locked with, that's who she would want to get to. Mm, sure. Without incurring an opportunity attack. Okay. Yeah, cool. sure. Sure. Cyril bounds over. It's also Cyril's big right now. So. Yep. Ooh. 26 to hit. Yes, that hits. Minimum damage. Six damage. Mm. 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 I, I can't do less than that. <laughs> you could miss. You could always miss. Well, yeah, that, that technically, <laughs> yes. That, I can't hit and do less damage. Fair enough. All right. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be their turn right now, then, before your allies get a chance to do anything. First, we're going to start with the one that Finnegan and Cyril are attacking. She does not take kindly to being shocked and <laughs> smacked with a tail. And since you were so kind to bring Cyril over, See, this is verbal and somatic as she prepares a spell, motions her hands in the air, kind of outward, across her chest, and then one palm towards each of you as she's going to cast Burning Hands. And as she cast it, I attempt to confiscate it. All right yeah, then, buddy. buddy. Mm -hmm. I need to make that Arcana check. You sure do. Uh, I gotta see what the DC here is on this. Ah, here we go. Make an Arcana int skill check with a DC equal to the caster's spell save DC. Go ahead and roll. The 24. Yeah, you got it. In which case, she puts her hands out. This fire starts to erupt and just spirals into the ring. And you have burning hands. Not cast at level one, cast at level three. Spell nice. save DC, 17. She looks at you, she looks at her hands, she looks at you, and just, like, upset. Like, today's just gone from, like, bad to worse. Well, nothing else she can do on her turn. We're gonna go over to the other two who are still up. First, one of these guards, wearing the chain mail, has, like, daggers on his bracers, and carrying a sickle. And it's gonna make a couple of quick attacks whoosh, whoosh, against Darvin. He's going to step right over the bodies of his allies and try to attack him. All right, Darwin, you ready? E sure. Oh, 
Oy, oy, oy. These folks are not rolling well tonight. Does a 14 hit, Darwin? No. Then they both miss. Nice. Leg catches on their fallen ally there a little bit and just <laughs> swings wildly as you're deftly dodging out of the way. And then, do 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 do. What does our final guard want to do? Ooh. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. The final guard, what she's going to do, she is going to position herself forward a little bit. She's going to take a few steps to be kind of in between Finnegan, Cyril, Darwin, and your friends who just arrived. And she is going to cast a spell as well. And she's going to cast Thunder Wave. So this thunderous force is going to ripple out away from her. Finnegan, Cyril, Darwin. I need you all to make constitution saving throws. Oof, not great. I got a six. Finnegan and Cyril. Uh, 17 for Cyril. Okay. 11 for Finn. All right. Cyril succeeds. Your friends back there succeed. Darvin and Finnegan, unfortunately, do not. So you'll take full damage. Everybody else is going to take half. Casting this at a level three, and wow, these dice know how to roll high. That is 28 thunder damage if you failed. Shit. Yikes. 14 if you succeeded. So Cyril only takes the 14. And you're pushed 10 feet away. Nobody's close enough to fall into the fissure, but it does give her a little bit of space. And as that pushes Finnegan and Darvin away, she says, In the name of the EDU, I command you all to lay down your arms. Would anybody like to take her up on that offer? Nope. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, good. Can I, can I hear her from inside the hole? Probably not yet. Yes, you can hear her. I mean, first of all, you hear this thunderous boom. That is audible out to 300 feet. So just boom, echoing through. And then, yeah, you hear her voice because she was speaking very loudly, very forcefully. Very confidently. So I hear this thing. I wait and see if I can hear anybody like dropping anything to the floor or whatever. Fuck no. No, of course I don't. And I literally shout from inside the hole. In the name of the god of rebellion, you lay down yours. And I continue to climb. <laughs> <laughs> I love the image of just artists slowly from, from climbing up the rope and trying to be tough. Um, they do not. I don't think you're in any position to even attempt a roll at this RNS. You are oh, no. out of sight at the moment. No, I know. I'm just being annoying. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody's laying down their arms. Ristos quickly flies over to a bookshelf near the furnace just to get a good view of everything that's happening. Ulwan, Sam, and Asturias, though, uh, are more than willing to jump into this fray. Olwan, he's going to take a shot with a bow. Actually, you know what? Let's not have Olwan go first. Asturias is going to act first. She's definitely the headstrongest of the three of them. She is in her bear form. This is Asturias Chase, full bear form. Sam is in his Tamani form as well. Asturias is going to go right up to this gal who cast the thunder wave. And she's just going to try to pick her up. <laughs> um, Asturias crit. So she's going to pick up this gal right over her head, big old bear gal, and she's going to say, how about you lay down yours? And then she's going to chuck her into the fissure. Oh, God. Hey, she is, uh, she has a different set of combat values than some of you. Arnis, you hear a screaming, and then you see a person coming down the hole. They are flailing wildly and screaming as they fall. <laughs> okay. I do I recognize the person? No, no, it's just some guard. <laughs> then I, I'm not really sure what to do. I feel like if I let go of the rope with one hand, I will surely fall because I have limp noodle arms. So, okay. <laughs> <sighs> bam! Oh, I hit the ground looking hard. They are not moving. Darwin and Finnegan, Sam and Olwan do not look like they thought that was part of the plan. Um, Sam's a little concerned, like, that might be overboard, but there's other things to deal with at the moment. 
He's going to rush over towards where Darwin is, and he's going to lend a hand. He's going to lend a claw and a bite attack specifically. Son of a bitch. No, he's not. His highest roll was a 14, so new. And then Olwan's going to use his bow, and he's going to fire at the, uh, the one who tried to cast Burning Hands and failed. He's going to let loose a couple of arrows. There we go. One of those is going to hit. One of those is going to hit. All right. She gets an arrow in her side. Wham. And the guards are, the remaining guards who are still up, a little dismayed to see one of their friends just chucked in a hole, but also very terrified of that being their fate as well. Darvin, what would you like to do? Continue attacking. All right. You've got your sickle guard there in front of you. Sickle guard. And Sam right next to you. Okay, first attack with the leg sword is a 21. That hits. For a 14. Mm-hmm. Second attack leg sword is a 26. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> for 11. Mm-hmm. And then a punch, 15. Okay, that one's going to miss. Okay. I mean, that'll hit the armor and just won't get through. That's all I got. Okay. Jeez. You guys are tearing into these guards. But that's fine. That's fine. Finnegan. Mm. That gal who tried to cast burning hands on you is still right there. Yes. Yes, she is. I'm going to go ahead and just shock and grasp her again because she's still very close. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's a nice little number. Um, to 23 to hit. That'll hit. The 14 damage. Ooh, very nice. See some lightning crackling off the end of the arrow that Olan just shot into her. Anything else, Finn? Nope. All right, then. So what about Cyril? Cyril's going to keep walloping her. Oh, no. Mm, that's an 18 on the die. You know, some of these guards have things like parry, but it just doesn't matter when you're rolling this high. <laughs> it's a 15 for the first one. 15 damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, and that's a 17 on the die. It's a 26 total. Jesus. Okay, yeah. Is Cyril going to kill this guard or knock her out as well? Yeah, she'll just knock her out. Okay. So, down, down. The other one is way down in the hole. Leaving just the one EDU guard left there in front of Darvin and Sam. God. They don't pay him enough. This has been a crazy day. And he's now in a room with Big Cyril, Lake Sword Guy, Weird Mage over there absorbing magic, Giant Bear Gal, Giant Dog Man, Ulwan, and uh, Rystos, who's just living it up right now. And he watched one of his friends get tossed down in a hole. He drops the sickle. Nope. Darwin, he looks you right in the face and just says, Mercy. Yep. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank I'm clearly outnumbered here. I I don't need this. I don't need this today. I do not want to get in this deep. Please just don't throw me down the hole. I'll leave. I'll just go. I'm going to say kind of loudly, like, deal. None of us will throw you down the hole. Just leave. I want to make sure everyone hears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Asturias hears you and is just like... <laughs> Throw him down the hole. It's right there. He's right there. Uh, but she's not going to directly go against your wishes. It's one thing to blame it on the heat of battle. It's another thing to just be like, no, this person who gave up, let's kill him. Uh, so yeah, he runs. Tling. He's gone. So, Finnegan and Darvin, you've got... Actually, sorry. Arnis, it would be your turn next. Are you just going to continue climbing up the rope? Ah. Uh. Okay. Finnegan, Darvin, the enemies are taken care of. You've got three downed guards in here. There's another one down in the fissure, way down there, landed probably five, ten feet away from the bulb. They're Wait, not moving. I should, hang on, I'm sorry. I should have been able to get out of the hole that turn. Without, you think so? Without dashing, yeah. If it's 50 feet, and I went 15 feet the first time, and 30 feet the second time, I should only have five feet of rope left. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Thank you for being more mathy than... I was focused on other maths. No, I'm not always, but it's the only thing I've been doing, so I'm 
Mm-hmm. All I do is climb the rope. All I do is climb by increments of 15, so... Artist rope just got longer all of a sudden. Why is it so high? No, I'm kidding. God damn it. <laughs> that's, for another, that's for another dungeon. Okay. In which case, Darwin and Finnegan, as the other guard leaves, runs away. Look around, you notice everybody else is down, and Aranus is pulling himself up out of the fissure. And you've got your friends here. Olwan, Sam, Asturias, Rystos. Uh, before you can do anything with any of these guards, Olwan's going to step forward. And when I figured out what was happening, I figured you'd be coming down here to the furnace. I didn't know you were going to try to go below. That's, huh. But is everybody okay? I just kind of look around like I just got here. Someone else should answer. <laughs> <laughs> Think we're okay. Oi. Run like that guard. I mean, I took some damage, but I'm standing. <laughs> Sam will be the first to verbally chide Asturias. You didn't need to throw him down there. You don't know where that goes. She's going to kill her for what? She says, being in our way. We had a goal. We got it. Ooh. What? Ooh. I mean, I guess maybe props for enthusiasm, but like, you don't need to just chuck people off cliffs because they're in your way, man. That's not it. That ain't it. (sighs) Look, I didn't know what else she was going to be able to do. Take the threat off the board. So knock her out. (laughs) She looks pretty knocked out to me. If that's how you handle threats, we may need to part ways. Because we ain't about just throwing people off cliffs for no reason. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if you've ever done that, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Man, where's Vale when I need them? <laughs> they would understand. Yeah, Vale would. Vale would be arguing me with me visibly right now. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I don't have to worry about this now. What the heck's going on here? What what did you do to the ground? Just looking around, like, giant hole in the floor. Okay, and I give him, like, a Cliff's Notes version of what just happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) Yeah. There's that thing there. We needed to get to the source. We went through the floor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did a thing. We have to go talk to a guy now. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, Olwan, and Asturias are like, oh, shit. All right. Rystos is a little bit more intrigued. He definitely has a little bit more knowledge on bulbs, even if he doesn't say so out loud. Just the way he approached the situation just denotes some familiarity. Wow, good job, Arnis. You know, I I don't know what you did, but must have done something right, right? Well, I hope so. And actually, I'm glad you're here because I was going to come find you at some point and tell you I need you to go down in that hole and I need you to investigate what's in there. Both the bulb and the writings. Uh, writing? Writing. What writing? There's runes in there. Oh, okay. Why do you need me for that? Because a god told us that we're not allowed to read them. And I did sort of, but I don't know what I'm looking at. So I need you to go read them. Ooh, he perks up like, oh, oh, oh god told you no, so you... You want me to do it? I thought he'd like that. Has his stance on fuck the gods not been clear before? Because Oh no, it that's why I asked him, because I was pretty sure if I told him someone said no, you should go do it, that he would be down. Brilliant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm not allowed, then I'm gonna. Heck yeah. <laughs> oh no, don't abuse this power. Please don't. <laughs> I won't. But that was my intention too. What? Quorum said shouldn't read it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. Is now a good time? Now? Is now a good time? Unless you want to go help me stop some terrorists. Sure. Yeah, now's a good time. I'd rather read. Yeah, I figured. But I mean, if you could wait, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, we don't go together. Really kind of in time crunch here. Don't want to be late for this. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> your call. He dives down. <laughs> Bye, buddy. One sees the giant hole in the ground, takes in everything that she said. He's like, oh, I didn't realize they were using it to do all that. And if I'd gotten here sooner, I'd have been happy to help. But I'm glad you were able to take care of it. 
in case anyone forgets, Olwan has forged things in the furnace before. He knows a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there now. So the three of your friends, allies at least, uh, I don't know how you're viewing Asturias after her chucking of a person down a hole. Mm. She's still acting on your side. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with a little bit more zest. <clears throat> <laughs> zest. Okay. One Sam and Asturias taking in everything that you said. All right, all right. Well, all right, we have to go stop some what now? What's going on? Sorry, Luan will ask. What's going on? Who do you have to go stop now? Uh, um, the Antidians. Who? I don't... He hasn't heard of them. I don't think anybody has told him about them, so he's just like, ah. So at this point, I'm just going to say, like, I expect us to walk and talk. I'll explain as we go. Okay. As we're okay. moving. And um, I'll relay the whole thing to him as much as I know and what appears to be their ultimate objective. Okay. So it sounds like we're doing a whole walk and talk thing, leaving the mm-hmm. wind down room, leaving the greenhouse and going up to meet Antidius. Mm-hmm. Sam, Olwan, and Asturias will join you. Aristos is still down in the bulb chamber, checking out those runes. So on the way, I take it you fill them in on everything that just happened down there. Yep, that's my intention. And everything that Antidius is working towards. Indeed. Okay. Sam is a little, oof, that's, oh, I'm a little worried about that. Asturias, hey, maybe now's a good time to go overboard again. What do we do if he doesn't back down? We just keep asking him politely. Not saying we need to keep making holes in the ground, but it doesn't always have to go that deep. Olwan is concerned, not so much because he thinks that like the city's going to fall into like the Dark Ages or fall into disrepair, but it's been such a part of the city for so long. And then also the fact that they haven't tried it at this scale before and they don't know for sure what's going to happen, that's concerning. He's worked with the bulb and the furnace for some time. He knows it's not something you just mess around with lightly. On the walk and talk up, Sam and Olwan will also fill you in on, you know, where everybody's at. Everybody's fine. Don't worry. Your friends are all fine. Nobody's been, like, kidnapped, killed. Nobody's got an STD that they're aware of. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been a day. And Carolina is out keeping the guards distracted and gathering intel. Her and Scratch. So no worries about her. I think as you go upstairs and you first enter into the restricted zone, Olong says, well, if this goes badly, we might need to get out of here in a hurry, right? We should probably start getting everybody together to go. What do you think? I mean, it's not a terrible idea, but at the same time, the defense force of this city is pretty leaderless right now. So whatever they're working off of, it's just old orders. There's nobody at the very top calling the shots anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, if something terrible starts happening with the column, I don't know how helpful the guards are going to be oh, in terms oh, of stopping oh, I, it. I see what you mean. If yeah. we end up in a sort of natural disaster type situation. Mm-hmm. If this goes real sideways. Okay. That's now what he's I'm, talking about. Now I'm understanding. I, I was thinking, like, if we end up in a fight with a bunch of people, and I was like, oh, not really an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the positive news is it seems like I was able to manipulate it a little bit, like, from its source without mm-hmm. destroying the bulb itself, but... If that's not enough for them, I don't know what they'll do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gathering people, that's a really long way of saying, like, yeah, gathering people seems like probably a good idea. Okay. You might want to start with Rystos, because <laughs> he's at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> start at the bottom, work my way to the top. Got it. We'll be up at the top level. If worse comes to worse, we may have a quick way out of here. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Old one's going to run off. Sam and Asturias will stick with you. Unless you really get pissy about it and tell them to leave. No. No, not at all. Okay. All right. They'll follow you through this area. 
There's a few Antidians along the way as you're making your way through these derelict levels. Stink eyes all around. They they heard what you did. Mm. But if you want to make your way up to Antidius's shop or shop, if you want to make your way up to Antidius's lab, go for it. Yep. Uh huh. The door is shut. I open it. Okay. I don't know if this was a knock and announce yourself or if this was just a walk in. Nope. All right. You walk in and Tidius has his back turned to you. He's looking at the wall. He's got a rough sketch of the central column up there. Little dots on different levels. Placements where he wanted people to go. And there are three other Antidians in here, including Condivus. And he, over to Antidius. <sighs> Finally here. Antidius is not going to turn around. He's just going to address you. So, you all thought you could join us and then threaten my second in command when he showed some initiative. And now you want to, what, call it off altogether? We came here because we needed to know what your plan was. We needed to know what your intentions were. We needed to know what your goal for the city was. It seemed, initially, that our goals were aligned. However, it was troubling that while your efforts clearly work on a small scale, you had no idea how they would work on a large scale. It seemed prudent to take our own steps, given that we have some knowledge of what we're working with here. (sighs) If you go out past the restricted area, you will notice that the fog is fading. I did that without damaging the column. Which is true. You noticed a thinning of the fog on your way up here. But Antidius, he wants to respond to a different part of your argument here. That's fine. And where would you suggest we try this out on a larger scale, where it would be safer to do so? You missed my point. (laughs) Completely. And in fact, you've made it for me. You know that what you're getting ready to do is not safe. You're going to risk the life of everybody in this city? For what? For a chance at freedom from the control of the greenhouse. The greenhouse is what keeps this city from being in the dark and in the cold. What you want, it seems to me, is freedom from Earl Earl. Good news on that point, too. <laughs> oh, I've. Condivus has told me you've all helped create uh, quite a commotion. It seems changelings are kidnapping earls. And no. Whatever no, they're no, doing. No. Nope. Stop. Changelings are taking other changelings to be free of being Earl Earl. The kidnapping happened long ago by the people of this city. Do not mistake what they are doing. Sorry. I did not mean that in any sort of negative connotation. If people are taking the Earl Earls away, that's fine by me. It's fine by us. The Earls are definitely part of the problem. Well, no longer. I hope you can see that we are trying to be part of the solution here. If the Earls are gone, whoever replaces them will still have access to the same system that brought this about, right? Without the basics of that system, this city will fall to ruin. Mm. There will be no more heat. There will be no more light in this city. So please, please explain to me what it is that you want. Because the magic keeps this place running. And without the magic, everyone has to leave. Or, worst of all, you make this whole place collapse and everyone dies. Hmm. Well, perhaps our desire for a simpler time is out of place. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Finnegan, Darwin, Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything that you would like to add to this argument? We do need to have some roles here, but I want to give everybody a chance to speak. Mm. 
Nah, not quite yet. I'm kind of sitting back waiting for my moment to fail, <laughs> shall we say, at uh, convincing. Literally just kind of biting my tongue until the dude pushes me far enough to call him on his bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm not good at talking. All right. All right. Well, then we need to roll some dice. Arnis, sounds like you're rolling without any assistance here. Persuasion or intimidation? Um, I see arguments for some other things. Those are the two that seem most pressing. I could see arguments for things like Arcana, though, if you want to argue about the necessities of magic and what good it does. But that does seem like a more difficult road. Uh, I'll take persuasion. Okay. Nice. All right, what'd you get? A crit. (laughs) (laughs) And Tidious turns around. He looks very similar. He still has like the inky stains on his hands. But at this point, he's replaced his eyes and his tongue, perhaps other things under his clothes as well, with inky black replacements. And he's just staring at you all. You said you were able to disable that fog that you had a problem with. What more can we turn off if it's just a matter of light and heat? Could we limit it to that? What would you have me get rid of? Everything else. Everything else. So, the signs on businesses, you want them gone? Yes. When there might be no other way to identify what that is. You think those places didn't have normal signs before? Once Earl started rolling this out, people were quick to toss those away and take up this new method. It's fancy. Yeah. It's bright. It looks good. Explain to me, pardon my interruption, uh, explain to me, uh, a layman in your town's history, why you have such a problem with some fancy glowing signs? It's not the signs themselves. It's not the fog itself. Although, if what you say about it is true, then it is definitely the fog as well. It's elitist. It's exclusionary. You, Finnegan, you chose not to wear a mask here. Oi. Can you find your way around? Which store is which? What is a home? What is a shop? Without that mask, you can't tell. Oi, and... You should have to pay for the privilege to read a sign? Correct me if I'm wrong, we were offered free ones when we arrived, right? Uh, you're off of rentals. Wait, well, it sounds to me that you don't have a problem with the magic, but uh, with the governance. Why not take up and, oh, you know, become involved beyond just trying to blow shite up and maybe change your city from a leadership position? Maybe do more than just try and cause damage, but rebuild in the absence of the Earls? Or is that too hard? Would that require you to do more than just create some bombs and some destructive magic, but to use your actual brains? Just to be clear, they're not trying to blow shit up, but... I'm, I'm purposely diminishing yeah. what they're trying to do, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of Okay. okay. <laughs> Getting rid of the Earls before didn't seem an option. I don't know how many there are, and taking out nobility is slow and can incur a lot of wrath. Dousing some lights, that's done all at once. Oi, and all it's going to do is anger every other citizen in the town that doesn't believe in the same thing you do. You can't give someone an amazing piece of technology. You can't, you can't tear the magic out of a mage's hands and expect him to not fight against it. It does not help your cause. Hmm. Sounds like Finnegan really wants to roll persuasion here. Oh, Finnegan never wants to roll persuasion. Finnegan just puts himself in a position where he has to roll persuasion. Or or intimidation, but... Well, they're both zero, so let's go with intimidation, because that's more in the line he was going. Cool, that's more drastic blowback if it fails. That's a 15. Hey! That doesn't fail bad enough for the terrible things to happen. Don't hate me. I said occasionally the dice don't hate me. 
No. I suppose you're right. Not everybody would be welcoming of our change. There's a risk we are willing to take. But this is a new situation. This isn't just moving a piece. This is changing the board. With the Earl's out of the way. That does leave the city up for grabs. And I don't want the wrong person stepping into that. Is there someone here, you or otherwise, who could teach us how to change what that column does? You? No. But I would be willing to teach someone. Such as who? If the <sighs> Earls aren't in charge, who is? If, you- as Finnegan says, I should be more active, why not us? Motions to Condivus and his fellow Antidians. To be frank, I know very little about the other power structures of this city besides the Earls. Mostly because it seemed to me that they were the pretty much the only structure, considering there were so many of them. Got guilds and churches in this city, same as any other. Okay. I'm sure one of them would be looking to fill in a power vacuum. Do you want a church in charge of a city? Do you want a guild in charge of a city? Not necessarily. So the thing to do is talk to them. Make them understand the situation. Get them all in a room together. A representative from all of the places that you want represented. And then make a decision about what is to be done. Ah, it's democracy all over again. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's almost like I'm trying to convince him to form a fucking city council. Ah, ah, um, other than you, other than you all, who knows how to control that column? Um, if there's any earls still tapped into the system, they would. But I suppose nobody. I'm going to start to back up. Are you going to do something stupid? No, I'm not going to do something stupid. I'm afraid he's going to do something stupid, so I'm going to start to back up. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's fair. Because we're okay, but we're not good, so. <laughs> if the changelings are reclaiming their own, that's good. That is unequivocally good. People allowed to be themselves, however they want to be. But that means that there wouldn't be any earls to teach anyone how to use it. And if you won't, that means this city has a massive column of magic that nobody knows what to do with. And if anything happens, what are we supposed to do? Figure it out last minute? So, I didn't say that. I didn't say I won't teach anybody. I just said I won't teach you. Who would you teach? Personally, I won't teach you. You have a tendency to bend toward the destructive. Then who would you teach? Well, I don't know. You tell me who else is a magic user in this city. How would I know? Condivus here. It's pretty handy. Motions to his lieutenant. The person who follows directly in your wake and would take every order you gave them. Sure. That seems safe. Someone outside your circle. You've got like a wizard's guild? You got the Tower of Abandonment here? That's a good question. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to give any suggestions. I'm going to start throwing him out. Who is here? Who is here? Uh, in terms of churches and guilds, who are the big players in the city? Hey, there's a temple to Olwenir. There's a monastery to Corum, which is also a Denouement guild house. He probably doesn't know about that part. They tend to keep that under wraps. <laughs> but if you want to spill those beans, go for it. There's the Working Hands, which is the Builders Guild. There's the Rising Path, which is the Alchemists. There's the Servitors, which is the Clerics Guild. And there's, uh, oh, there's two more. There's the Seamsters, which are the Tailors, mostly serving the upper class. There's people who make clothes for everybody, but they may not be guild members. And there's the Silver Purse, the Merchant's Guild. So, no. No Wizard's Guild here. 
at least not in any sort of meaningful presence. There may be a guild member here, but there's not a guild hall. Okay. Clerics, though. Let's put the denouement in charge. Teach them how to do all this crazy magic. That'll be great. Yeah, that seems safe. <laughs> Arnis. Dar- Darwin, did you tell him your name is Darwin? Or are you Oscar to them? I probably said Oscar. I don't remember. I can never sure remember that. with you. <laughs> I almost always say Oscar. Almost always. Arnis, Oscar, Finnegan. If we are to leave the central column in place as is, the knowledge to use it must be kept. It must not be allowed to get out of control, and we must have a way to rein it in if something terrible happens. If you're telling us that you're the only ones left, or soon to be left, who knows how to do so? We can't just let that knowledge leave. He says as those other two Antidians move in front of the door. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're threatening <sighs> removal. He's got a plan, which is take it away. You're like, no, leave it on, but we're not going to tell anybody how to do it. <sighs> he's not really giving me any options, though. That's my problem. Like, he's given me himself and the dude standing literally right next to him. Those are not options. Those are not, not people in the city that are <laughs> magic wielders. So he's forcing my hand, which is really annoying. Um, all right. They move um, in front of the door. Yeah. I am not suggesting that I walk out of here without telling anyone. Let me back up. I am not suggesting <laughs> that I walk out of the city without telling anyone how to do things. Well, we need to know who then. <laughs> How many times have I told you that I don't know who exists in this city? You gotta let me go out and find somebody. I can't tell you from in this room. I'm not from here. (laughs) Side question. Is that something that you all want to actually go try and carry out to go find somebody who can be in charge of the central column? I'll go do it if he's not gonna blow it up or whatever. Yeah. He's not going to steal all the magic from it. Like, then we have a little bit of time. I'm fine with that. <laughs> You've been rolling well, so it's not like he's going to completely say no. You've been doing a very fine job with the rolls and everything. He just wants to make sure that his goals and his desires are not thrown to the wayside. So, you need to find somebody. You don't know who. Um, roll one final persuasion. If anybody wants to jump in and assist here, especially if you have any leads on who to contact or assurances that Arnis will keep to his word, that might be handy. But if not, it's okay. I can, yeah, I can be like, I can vouch for Arnis. It's the best I got. (laughs) But I've never seen him break his word, except once. But I don't mention that. Hmm, okay. All right, uh, Finnegan, anything you'd like to add? Yep, Finn's just watching the door at this point and not happy about their uh, bruiser movements that they're choosing to make. Yeah, it was not meant to be inviting. Okay. Arnis, go ahead and try to roll some persuasion here. Get advantage from Darvin. He's talking you up, lending some credence to your word, some heft to your honesty. See that? That's a pair of 12. That's a roll. It's going to come to a 27. 27. Hmm. It's quite good. It's quite good. You need some time. Once you've found someone to do this, will you let us know who? This should not be a secret. If someone has that much control over the city, it can't be a secret. I'll make you this deal. You start getting together. You're going to have to make nice. And get together all the heads of the guilds that you can find. And then ask the changelings to send you someone named Retreat. And you get yourself a council together. And once they're all in a room, I'll tell you what's what. Once I've found them. Mm. That's not quite as much as he was hoping for. No. 
He wants me to just, well, I mean, he wants me to make it public. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't just get to be his decision. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having that. I don't trust this guy as far as I can throw him, which is nowhere. Can't throw him in. Asturias can throw him. If you want to come over and pick him up, Darwin can make a hole real fast. We can just, kidding. You can just Darth Vader him over a railing. <laughs> it's fine. There's no cliff in here. Be, there will be uh, soon. That would be Emperor palpatine them over the railing. Vader Darth Vader threw him. Vader threw. Darth Vader threw him. Like Asturias okay. would be throwing the other. Anywho, anywho, semantics aside, <laughs> we're all right. <laughs> okay, he needs a location here real fast. Just need to find a spot on the map. Where's a good... Ah, I was going to have a guild house, but I got something even better. Even better. Even better. Believe it or not, we don't have as much sway officially in the town as the other guilds and churches do. We're more of an underground group. But that's not to say we don't have connections. I can get word out for these people to meet us. You just need to bring us this information. Meet us on the 18th level. If there's a decision to be made that's going to affect the whole city, we might as well make it in a place where everybody has access to. This is like animal storage, super poor people. Like, you know, this is the dregs of the city. Outside of the fact that everybody has to pass through here to drop off their wagons and horses and things, that's if they're even coming or going. But he's getting it as dirty and as lowbrow as he possibly can and as low class as he possibly can because he wants... If you're going to make this be a matter of everybody needs to decide, then we're not doing this down in the rich town. We're not doing this in some guild hall. You know, this would be an open place. You can meet us up there in... I think you've got about two and a half hours left. You're kidding, right? <laughs> That's not a rhetorical question. Oi. I expect an answer. <laughs> I said you had four hours to come and convince us to stop. And I'm still waiting. This is a good you know start, RNS. <laughs> you know what? I'm done negotiating with you. I freed you from control of the Earls. And I turned off the biggest threat to this city, which was keeping the Earls under control. And that's still not good enough for you? You still want to burn the whole city to the ground because you just can't stand some of the things that are happening? <laughs> You're acting like a brat. You can't negotiate with a brat. Oi, they only understand one thing. Don't they, Cyril? You're going to have to teach this man the way you teach animals. Sometimes you use the rod. Sometimes use the carrot. I think it's time we use the rod. Yeah, I'm thinking that myself. Oh my God. All right, cool. He was just being a little bit of a hard ass, but we can do this if you want to. He's got one shot to back down at this point. If he backs it down, we'll back down. But like... Maybe you need to say that. You need to say, take the timer off and we're good. If not, we're going to have a problem. Oh, there we go. Like... Give him one last out. <clears throat> if you want to give him one last out, that's one last intimidation check. That, this is intimidate. This is not persuasion because you're like, oh, oh fuck you. No, I, I agree with you. I'll tell you what. You take the timer off of this and nobody gets hurt. All right. Roll intimidation. It's a 19. Look, we don't have to make this that difficult. I just didn't want this to seem like you had all the time in the world. I understand you might need a little bit more than that to find somebody. I just need you to understand that this is not just some flight of fancy for us. We're very serious about this movement. If there's a way that we can ensure that this never happens again, then we should seek that out. I have my methods at the ready to do that. But if there's someone here, individual, group, or otherwise, that you can convince me that we should trust. Okay. How much time? Tonight? Tomorrow? I'm going to go at least tomorrow. 
<laughs> you want them spell slots back? The, well, I mean, <laughs> a little, but that's not really it. The city is huge, dude. <laughs> no, it is very huge. <laughs> like, I might get lucky on the first shot, but it might take 24 hours. <laughs> hey, um... Wandering around and shit. The dude that gave you your loot, mm-hmm. what do we know about him? Frighteningly little. It'd be an avenue to investigate. Uh, was that Kantos? Kantos, elf historian, works for Earl Earl. Ooh, might be dead. Likely dead. He was old. The withering was probably not kind to him. Whether or not he's dead, though, I had not determined. There are a lot of people in Kantos masks, so. But also probably not going to be, he is not going to be happy if we choose to give it to another elf. Really, he's not going to be happy with anyone we choose. I feel like we're just putting a bandaid on it at this point. Well, I mean, you're probably right, but it also gives us a chance to talk to everybody that he's probably not going to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, you have a chance to like rebuild the city. <laughs> Fixed. God, I love that movie. I also don't know how much more time you wanted to spend in Earl. Because well, like, I'm ready to wrap this big, up, yo. <laughs> big thing that you wanted to do here. Pretty much done. Yeah, but I don't, but I also now don't want to leave the city in the hands of this maniac no. either. Because he's he cuckoo. strongly opinionated is all. He's got his agendas. And he is weirdly experimenting with magic that could, I don't even know what it could do to people. It's frightening. I don't either. That's why I was very curious about why you wanted to start a fucking fight here. Well, I mean, I don't really want to start a fight, but he was being absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Like, you have two hours to comb 18 levels of city for one person. (laughs) Or group. It doesn't have to be a single individual. Well, yeah, but, like, you have two hours. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's like some, again, like, chopped level crap. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, I honestly didn't know how much more time you cared to spend in Earl, because doing that means like... Yep. I'm just done with these motherfucker is in Earl. Not... They just want to blow shit up, man, and I'm over it. If it weren't for the civilians, yeah. I feel like I'd just be like, whatever, dude. You blow your town up, I don't care. Yeah, see, that's kind of where I'm at, too, but just all those people. Like, I can't... Can't let them be that stupid. This mm-hmm. is the point where I miss playing Vale. <laughs> vale would have stabbed. No, Vale wouldn't have stabbed the dude. They'd have been like, peace out then. Fine, I'm done with you. Blow your own town up. I've done what I came to do. Mm-hmm. Mission it. complete. Mission exit. <laughs> ah. But okay, okay. We will continue to add to the side quest log. Uh. All right. We left off on... So... How much more time were you thinking? Tonight? Tomorrow? I don't want to leave this open-ended. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 18th level. By the stables. Okay. He backs up. His inky eyes staring straight into you. Small hand motion. And the Antidians move away from the door. We'll see you then. Okay. And we leave. I'm assuming everyone leaves with me. I'm I'm Uh out. Okay. Turn and exit. Leaving Antidius staring at you. Leaving Antidius' lab, you find yourself with one more day to find a person, a group, or a guild to teach how to manipulate the bulb. To keep this city safe without letting it devolve into an oppressive regime or a police state. And without letting the power get out of control and bring destruction upon the city. As we speak, Olwan is gathering your friends and your allies to meet back up at the top of the city. Just in case a quick exit is needed. But hopefully, hopefully, that will not be needed. And hopefully, some measure of peace can prevail. And with that... We'll bring this chapter to a close, but the story will always continue. 
thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.